All right, guys, welcome to episode 134 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy, Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And this week, we talk about a marriage uh, taking place in Ever's wife. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We talk about uh, Renfield starring Nicholas Holt and Aquafina. We talk about not (laughs) not Nicholas Cage. He's definitely a side character. Um, We talk about Shrinking Season 1, Beef, Uncut Gems, the NFL Draft, and Aaron Rodgers becoming a Jet, but at what cost and to whom. But first... And which oh, uh, fucking... What did I say? Uh, warehouse party is he going to oh, go to? Yeah, which, which warehouse party is going to end up at? But first... So, as usual, start with some things we've been watching, playing, doing lately. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like there was one minor event that happened um, <laughs> for you, right? Okay, just a small one. Um, small yeah, detail. Right. It was the release of... Damn, I can't think of anything. I was like, Super Mario Bros. But we already talked about it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> no, it was... Um, I got married. Yep, so... Okay. I got married. Congratulations. A well, no, a week ago. We can some change now. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Different this. Animal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, and the wedding went really great. You know, Tyler, you were there, and um, yep. everything went smoothly. Um, you asked me before we got on about, you know, the rain and stuff. So, basically, Sydney and I got there Wednesday night. And I want to say from Wednesday night through Saturday morning at, like, 11, pristine weather. Like, just <laughs> the beautiful skies. Like, I didn't wear a jacket once all weekend, but I also didn't sweat once. It was just, like... Like, like, like the best weather you can imagine. And then literally I wake up Saturday morning, the day of the wedding, and I open up the, the, what is it, the curtains, and it's like storming. It's like full blast, like full blown raining. I'm like, well, fuck, okay, well, let me check the weather. And it said it was going to stop. And I was like, all right, cool, I'll take it. By the time I get down to the venue, I get noon, a little bit afternoon, it's like clear, clear skies, little clouds here and there. I'm like, oh, yes, we're back on track, baby, let's go. <laughs> but then, like, it's like 1230, so then like at one, or on the, on the weather app, it says thunderstorms at one. Well, let's get these over with. And then it becomes one. And then thunderstorms at two. I was like, okay, well, then now, right now. And at three, thunderstorms at four. And I'm like, okay, great. And then literally, but it just says at the time, right? And then I want to say at like 4.45, it says, it changes. And it says thunderstorms in 45 minutes. And I was like, that's literally when the wedding started. Great. <laughs> and so then people start to show up. You know, you showed up and people start to, because it was supposed to be outside and then everything else is inside. So people are outside. And then they start to um you know sit down and it gets really fucking dark i mean you were outside you saw it, it was like really cloudy yeah. like the sky was about to open up and so we're lining up to to like start and like it, some people were like just let's just go ahead and do it let's just go ahead and do it we'll run back inside and we had planned for both we had planned to have like everything set up like all the chairs you saw inside like that and then if we did it outside while they were doing that they were going to take them down and vice versa while they did that they would take the ones outside down and so then you're like, fuck, fuck, let's go. And I'm like, half of me is like, let's just do it. And half of me is like, well, no, fuck it. Like, it, it doesn't, you know, what if it rains? And then literally her dad and I, we just, you know, stepped to the side and we're like, what should we do? 
And then we look, and then like you can hear thunder roll, like you know, in the in the distance. We're like, fuck it, let's just do it inside. Literally, like like two minutes before we were supposed to get out there, like at five twenty eight, supposed to be up there. Yeah, yeah. I remember it's, I was like, so I was sitting. I thought it was getting dark. I was like, are we are we chancing it? I was like, I mean, I'm I don't care, but that seems like a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, what if I chance it? We're like, what if we chance it and we go inside and it doesn't rain? Like we're gonna be pissed because it's beautiful outside. And so then we're like, fuck it, let's go, and let's go inside. And so then everybody, I mean, you guys all, you know, walk inside to the side of the building, sat down, and then we go inside to like line up to do it. And then it was on the second floor of the building. And so then we're waiting in the first floor. There we can hear everybody upstairs getting ready. And the DJ's like, all right, everybody, welcome. Let's get seated. We're about to start. And then literally, you know, people start to go out in line, you know, like the best, the, the, the families, the groomsmen. And I said, no, I'm first because I walk up with my parents. And literally, mm-hmm. I walk up the stairs and I'm walking with my parents and I look out the window. And you couldn't see shit. I don't know if you could see out the window, dude, but like yeah. there was like you could see three feet like away from the building because then it was just pure white from rain. Like you couldn't yeah. see anything. <laughs> and I see that, and I literally go, "Okay," because I was like, I was worried. Like I said, that it was gonna be beautiful, and then I'm gonna be like, you know, staring at Sydney, and then I look to the right, and then I look out the window, and it's like the most beautiful rainbows and the most beautiful like cascading sh- like clouds in the distance. Luckily, every day for the rest of your life, so he's like, you motherfucker, you brought us inside. <laughs> <laughs> and I told her I was sad afterward. I was like, I was sad. Did. She's like, I know. But even if it, you know, if it hadn't rained and it was just so cloudy, I would have been fine with it. Because the whole time, the both of us would have just been thinking like, what was that lightning? Or, oh, oh, shit. Did you just feel a raindrop? Or, like, you know, I wouldn't right. been thinking about the wedding or like us getting married. It would be like, oh, did somebody just put out an umbrella? Or they, do they know something I don't? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And so, um, but that was the only hitch in the, in the, in the weekend. And then. After that, after the the um, after the ceremony, we went outside and took pictures, and it stopped raining. And then we got these great sunset pictures and stuff. So it was great. And then the, the night itself was awesome. So basically, the only hitch in the whole weekend was just that that the rain during the ceremony. But luckily, like you know, you saw we were prepared and had everything ready and stuff. And... Yeah, had a backup plan. It was all yeah. The so the weird thing or not weird, like the thing about that is I in much uh, less substantial circumstances like i've had the thought like i don't know how anybody fucking plans everything because like i'll plan like a month in advance like not even that like like to go golfing with some people and then it's like every time it's like oh fuck it's supposed to rain i'm like how how, how does anybody plan shit bro like <laughs> exactly like like, like, this... you, like there's no way to know the weather in a month and be like what the fuck bro yeah like, we, we would just pick the day. We're like, well, here goes nothing. Just throwing, you know, closing our eyes and throwing the dart at the dartboard with our eyes closed, right? Like, we hope, like, here goes nothing. Hope that it works out. Yeah. Um, But it was, I mean, I, I, I'll i take that because we planned for that, right? We planned for the rain. We had, like, um on Thursday, we had, like, um dr- welcome drinks. And then Friday, we had, like, the rehearsal dinner and stuff. And those were also outside. But those would have been harder to sort of manage on an inside basis. And so I was right. like, you know what? I'll flip the coin because we had prepared up. To the ass, to the, to the gills in wedding rain stuff. But everything mm-hmm. else is just kind of like, well, if, you know, if it rains, we just won't do it. So I was like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll take it. Um, but how, how did you, you know, how was, how was your weekend? I know that you, um, you know, you guys didn't, did you, you didn't bring down the kids, did you, right? You left them with no. somebody? Yeah, the kids stayed uh, with, no, we just left them here at the house by themselves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the left them one of those with... automatic cat feeders, you know, the ones that every three yeah, hours they exactly. pop out some food. The problem is Miles would have demolished that whole thing in fucking like thirty minutes. Like <laughs> the moment he realized, he just paws at it and it comes out. It'd be curtains. Mm-hmm. Um, but nah, we left him with uh, with my mother in law. Um, so all that went smooth, no problems there. So 
yeah, I mean, good weekend. Uh, went to Charleston. You know, we um, there were like some outlets down there. We went and looked uh, looked through there, spent some time there, and then obviously we're at the wedding and we left the next morning. Nice. Um, but yeah, it was it was good time. The wedding was great, super super nice ceremony. It was, I'm glad I was there. Congratulations. Um, the only thing, my only negative comment is that like somebody should have told me that your dad was going to show up every motherfucker in that building, bro. Like, <laughs> why? He wore the he gray was the suit. the fresh looking dude there, bro. The gray suit was just a, a 10 out of 10 fucking swagger filled mm-hmm. monster, bro. What the fuck? Yeah. Bro, the moment he walked in, I was like, God, bro, facial hair tight. Like, he, it was just on point. Mm-hmm. He had like the little beard. I was like, I meant to ask him if I was like, did you just do like just for men on your mustache and then kept the gray? Because I, I think that's just how it grows naturally. Like he, I, I've never seen him with a gray mustache. I think, but I've okay. seen him with a gray beard. So I'm like, I wonder if he did like a little just for men, like you know those little comb things. Yeah, but I meant yeah. to ask him and I forgot. But that would, all right, if he did, that's fine. But I feel like that's a weird like, like I'm gonna comb just the mustache, but not the beard. <laughs> not the beard. He's gonna mix it up. He's gonna look like um. Has <laughs> that look? Is it? I forget who like has that look in comics, like Ra's al Ghul or some shit. Um, yeah, probably. But um, shit, I was gonna ask you something. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I had a, I talked to a friend this weekend, and she was like, you know, thank you for inviting me to wedding, you know, for a for like you know inviting me and having me there, but then also thank you because they gave me an opportunity to take a break from my baby because she just you know they just had her and her husband just had a baby like six months ago, maybe a little bit under. And she was like, it was great, like I got to actually like. And I'd be like, oh, the baby, oh, oh, right? Because yeah. her sister watched it, right? So she could just be like, oh, no questions today. Well, I mean, you know, she's a baby, but like, no questions about like figuring out this or that. And, and you know, I'm sure yeah. you probably, I don't know if you felt the same way. It's like, you know, you don't have to be like, oh. daddy, what's oh. this? Daddy, what do you, what do you mean? It's that color. And it's like, oh, fuck. I did a little bit, but like, uh, <laughs> the problem is, is that my wife does not have that uh, switch. So, mm-hmm. like, multiple times throughout the night, she's like, oh, they're okay. <laughs> like, like, like she, she's called she called her like her mom's watched them before so mm-hmm. like i don't know like her mom helps watch them all the time i don't know why there was any like stress involved um but like the night we get into charleston like that night she's like did everything go okay is everything blah, blah, blah. and then like the morning before she like, calls her mom a few times and then the morning after she's like i'm like just let it go like it's fine (laughs) (laughs) and i know it's kind of it's a weird it's like a parent thing because like i always tell people you know when i'm here and i'm home you know my parents on the weekends like they they call me on like sunday and then that's it right but if i go home and i'm visiting them and i go out for a drink or i stay out a little bit later if i'm staying with them at like 11 they're like when are you coming home are you drinking i'm like you don't call me when I'm here in, in Raleigh, just like late night on a Saturday. Like, <laughs> where are you? Are you home? Right. So, like, what's the difference, right? It's like you're saying. It's like you know, she watches them all the time, but then now it's just because it's a little bit longer. It's like, well, what's the difference? It's just like the same amount of time, except compounded on top of each other, maybe like two or three right. times. Yeah, and the thing is that, like, I guess the difference might be that because my wife doesn't like, she has like a very like small kind of work from home type job mm-hmm. um that she does it takes like a couple hours a day is all um but uh because she's here all the time with them uh, that might be the difference because like when i leave for work i'm just like whatever like kids are now not on my radar you know what i mean like, mm-hmm. like and she doesn't really have that like she's always around the kids so it could be that like she ah, does okay. she's never like built the muscle to just turn off worrying oh, about okay. it you know what i mean mm-hmm. like, so 
That's all I can think of. Um, but or maybe I'm just an asshole, and I'm just like, man, fuck them kids. Uh, <laughs> get the Michael Jordan, fuck them yeah. kids on the way out. Um, but yeah, nah. I mean, wedding was great. Uh, uh, just like uh, your other friend. Uh, thanks for the invite. It was a good time. Of course, of course. Glad, glad you guys were there. Um, but then I also did watch some stuff after I got back. Finally caught up. I needed okay. just to watch my shit before because I was like. I don't have time. Like, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. And then, like, the last few days... Sydney's stressing about the weather of the wedding. You're like, can you stop? I'm watching Barry. Like... <laughs> well, like, it was weird because, like, so... When did... We recorded, like, I think we were a week and a half before. And then we got all done with, like, everything, like... Maybe, like, Tuesday before. In terms of everything that's, like, ahead, right? Everything that... Mm-hmm. You, you know, we did some shit Friday. We did some shit day of. But then, like... Monday or Tuesday, like, that was it. So then on Tuesday night, I'm like, today I'm, like, sitting. I didn't go see a movie that night. And so I was like, is there anything I should be doing? Like, I just... and at that point, I'm like, it's Tuesday. I'm like, I just, I just wish I could jump ahead to Friday. Please just let me jump ahead right. to, like, that. Like, right, because you're just, I'm like, I, I don't want to say I want to get over with because I just want to enjoy it. But I was just like, I just want to, you don't want to. <laughs> I just want to get this wedding over with. I just didn't want to be thinking about, you know, like, oh, man, like, what if I fall or like this? And then all the potential bad things. Like, what if it rains during it, right? And my oh, worry fuck, was, bro, like, I didn't even think about falling. Holy shit! When you were going up those steps, you were it had like the steps right before since you train it like since you flipped at the inside, the steps were had to be like a small nightmare. You're like, bro, stop. <laughs> I just have to be like, all right, just two steps, just little ones. Take it easy, take it easy. <sighs> yeah, but um, bro, I don't know if Elliot listens to this, but Elliot definitely I could have seen tripping up the stairs. He didn't, but I could have seen it happen. He, he was worried. He was worried about, but it's it's like just just because everybody's like. For me, I'm like, don't fuck up because they're all going to be looking at you. And I'm sure for other people, they were like, well, don't fuck up because then they're going to be like, everyone's going to be mad or whatever. But I wouldn't have been. It's like, you know, people make mistakes, but then they're probably like, you're going to fuck up the wedding. You're going to be the guy who fucks up the wedding, you know? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I did watch a couple things um, after. So when I got back on Tuesday, I went to see uh, Renfield. Okay. Um, and it's... The- that's another all right, real quick, mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage is on this run of just the weirdest and most wild fucking movies ever. Which is that like this movie like they all seem so campy and like what's the word I'm looking for? Campy, like hammy performances. Mm-hmm. Like like him in Oh God, what's that one? That's it's got the long name where he plays himself. Oh, um, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yes, maybe yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that seems like it's just like a weird, like campy movie to me. This one seems like just a weird performance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what is this man doing? I definitely he would agree that this the one's one with the guy with the pig. One. It might only oh, be pig. Yes. Uh, so I was gonna say, I was like, so like in terms of. Of scaleness from campiness to not campy, it like it goes in reverse. So it's like this. This one is definitely like that campy thing that you're thinking about. Um, okay. The unbearable weight of massive talent. I, it's kind of more of a. I mentioned on here that it was like adaptation. Like a, it's like um, Spike Jones. He did like a bunch of like sort of like weird indie movies, and Charlie Kaufman. He they do like similar movies, but they're like the best at it, right? And so that was kind of what that movie was going for. But it's kind of like the poor man's version of it. So it was okay. fine, but it is, it's a little weird. And you go kind of you, like, as I'm watching, I'm like, you, I can see you like holding the weight and juggling, but you're fucking up. You're dropping them here and there. You're definitely <laughs> sweating. You're about to piss yourself. Right. <laughs> so, um, but then, and then pig is actually, it's actually excellent. Like it's actually really, really good. And it's like, I, I remember going to see it with Sydney and it's just like a, we were both expecting like a John Wick 
kind of thing, like action. And it wasn't at all. I think I talked about it on here. It's like this beautiful, just like quiet movie about um, guilt and food and like how it connects people. But it's really good. And, and kind of and in, in all three of these movies. Well, actually, Peter Pascal is pretty good. But I was going to say all three of these movies, he's been the best part of them, even if the movie themselves aren't as great. Well, so Pig is great and he's great. Um, what was the other one? The Unbearable Weight. He's great. The movie's OK, pretty good. And in this one, he's great. And the rest of the movie is not. Um, I did. I, I, I didn't like it. Like I was just like, as I'm. Do, do you know what it is, right? It's like Dracula's uh, henchman. Yeah, like yeah, familiar, whatever. He like decides that he's not. He's had enough. He's about to you know break out from under Dracula, right? It's about him. And the whole time of the movie, you know, starts and then it kind of gives you like the backstory, right? And you're like, okay, like I'm getting and you the whole movie like as it's going on you know sometimes you watch a movie and it starts off a little rough but it starts explaining this weird world and then eventually it just clicks right and you go oh right and then you're fucking on board right like uh theater um not everything, everything um everything everywhere right it starts right. off and it's like oh you gotta oh evelyn you gotta uh what's the first thing he does like you gotta uh you know go into this closet with me and you're like what is this right but yeah. then like the movie picks up and you're like oh shit oh shit and then by the end you're like oh shit right that was amazing right and this one's just like that first part, and it, you keep waiting for it to to pick up, and then it never does. And so he's great as Dracula, but then everybody else is miscast. Every single other person is just horribly, horribly miscast in this. Oh, um, no. Nicholas Holt, you know, he's um he's in a bunch of stuff. He's like in uh, Mad Max and a couple of other things. He plays the, the the titular Renfield. He's just like he's supposed to be this like sort of like. Like Michael Sarah kind, like a oh shit, oh, oh. like a Morty, like right, Morty, like oh, right. oh, but instead it's this six foot two, incredibly handsome, dashing man, and you're like, he's like, oh, you know, nobody respects me. Oh shucks, I'm like, dude, you're like insanely good looking. Like, what are you like? <laughs> you're breaking the universe here. And then as his love interest counterpart, they have Aquafina, and I'm like, and he like falls for her, and I'm like, there's no, I mean, like she's. Okay, <laughs> fine, right? You but had I'm, to hold on. You had to cut yourself off so aggressive <laughs> because she's not like, but she's not <laughs> ugly. But it's like the movie expects me that this guy who looks like that to fall for a woman who is just kind of like named after a brand of water. Who's just like okay, like she's just well. I'm not gonna. Well, anyway, it, it, <laughs> I I 100 get where you're coming from. It's just the way you you're like for the. She's not ugly. <laughs> <laughs> you like oh, what you need to do that day. I'm not nervous. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, God. and so, and then uh, Ben Schwartz. You know, uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah. John, John John Raphael. Raphael. Yeah, yep. yeah. He plays like the he. he there's like a, a there's like an evil gang, and he plays like the, the henchman. He's like the number two bad guy of the movie after Dracula, and he just. I never can tell. I was like, is he supposed to be threatening or goofy? And the movie oscillates between the two. So when he's threatening, I'm like, wait, am I supposed to be laughing? And then when he's supposed to be funny, I'm like, wait, am I supposed to be scared of him? Like, what? what is this, right? Right. And so it just never finds a good, solid tone. And it's insanely violent. Like, it's like not what John Wick is. Remember, we were talking about John Wick being not violent. It's like insanely. Mm-hmm. Like, motherfuckers get, like, their arms ripped off and stuff. But because it's all CGI blood, it's like in, it, you don't kill Bill, right? Have you you've seen Kill mm-hmm. Bill one, right? It's been a very long time, but I have seen it. You you remember that big fight at the end where she fights like a hundred dudes with the sword, 
and she like chops their arms off and they spray like 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 a hose like, shh, yeah shh, right yeah when that happens blood gets on the ground gets on the walls right and I don't think it ever gets on her, but that's an that's an artistic choice. That she's supposed to be in that yellow jumpsuit and look pristine the whole time. But it gets on shit, right? It gets on the ground, it gets on other people, it gets on tables. And so in this one, that same thing happens. Like, you know, he like he like chops a motherfucker's arm off and he goes like a water hose, like, ah! and it gets on nothing. Everything is dry. And so I'm like, that's CGI blood. There is no like right? It removes and I know right. it's like it's hard to keep track of that, right? Because you have to do different takes. It's hard to keep make it look bloody everywhere. But I'm like, but but you're a fucking movie. You're making a movie, right? Like, like <laughs> yes, it's right. hard. That's the point. Movies are hard, right? You can't be like, well, I don't like keeping track of a continuity from shot to shot. I'm like, motherfucker, that's the point, right? Like that. that mm-hmm. Like you want to make a bloody movie, you have to deal with the consequences of that, right? You think Quentin Tarantino was like, I don't want to have a water hose blood because it's going to be hard to. And he doesn't. He knows what you know. You know what it was when he signed up, and so that right. was annoying. And then um, one more thing that I was just like, oh, oh, a good thing. So early on, there's this fight. It's early, early on. Dracula fights these like Van Helsing type guys, and they okay. almost kill him. And then you know Renfield has to bring him back to life. And so over the course of the movie, by the end of the movie, he looks like. You know, like, the, you've seen the pictures of Dracula as Nicholas Cage's Dracula. He's like, you know, looks like the classic Dracula. But during the movie, he sort of gets, he eats and drinks blood and eats people. And he gets better, he gets healthier and healthier. But the first time you see him, he it's like Nicholas Cage. And he, like, he, it's like a zombie, dude. It looks horrific. Like, his skin's peeling off and, like, his mouth is, like, it, it's, like, all fucked up. But it looks insane. Right. Okay. Like, I think you and I have talked in here before about how when people do prosthetics, they always add shit on. So it always looks bigger because they have to put stuff on. And that's why people use CGI these days. But for mm-hmm. this one, I literally am watching the shit movie and I'm like, this is incredible because it looks like his real skin is peeling off of his of his face. But it doesn't look like it's like, you know, makeup. So right. that's like the one lone spot Well, the two lone spots are Nicolas Cage and the makeup, like the physical makeup. And I think the production design, I think it looks pretty creepy. But literally everything else was bad. And I was so glad it was 95 minutes because I think if it would have been two hours, I honestly might have walked out, right? Oh, man. <laughs> it, it just was like, I was like, I'll give it, you know, I'd, like I said early on, I was like, oh, you know, it's clicking, it's clicking, it's clicking. And then after an hour, I was like, this is not clicking at all. And I, <laughs> I think if I would have been like, I'm halfway through this, I can't, I, you know, I'm doing the Jerry Seinfeld gif. I'm like, mm, that's enough. All right, okay. <laughs> so skip this one i think so oh go ahead i think it's bad it's bad enough that if you wanted to watch it during halloween with friends and just drink and make fun of it you could do that but yeah i just didn't like it i don't it's got like a 50 something percent on rotten tomatoes i'm like what are you people talking about like what are you yeah that's what i thought it had a 50 58 percent yeah like literally like ever disagrees vehemently vehemently right and i'm usually you know i'm usually like i was like well you know it's a 30 percent, but you know it, i enjoyed it i'll give it a 60 i would give it a 60 right or i'd be i'd, I'd give it an uh that was fun that was okay right but this is just like oof. And, 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 yeah but um so what do you give it a two out of five i, I think a two out of five i think okay. i think if they didn't have nicholas cage that's the thing right so you go into the movie and you go oh it's a movie called renfield and it's gonna be about renfield and dracula it's gonna have those two guys for the most of the movie because it's about them but, uh, you know, you would be wrong. 
You'd be wrong to think that because <laughs> Dracula's in the movie 10 minutes, like total. Oh, Renfield's no. in the movie like 45 minutes. Like half the time is spent with Aquafina taking down this like crime syndicate and talking about her dad and her sister and all this other bullshit. And I'm like, oh my God. I have the perfect example of this. And like I wanted to fight, uh, I'm going to say a friend, but it's just really not. He's, he's, uh, friend adjacent. Um, <laughs> But, like, uh, go ahead. But, like, anyways, you said it's, like, this guy doing stuff not with Dracula. Oh, just, just the fact that the movie, movie like, you think you'd be like, oh, dude, I'm about to get fucking Nicolas Cage in the whole movie doing Dracula shit, fucking shit up. He's probably in, like, four or five scenes total. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like he's in, like, two scenes in the trailer. Mm-hmm. The movie poster, he's on the movie poster. Yeah. And when you, like, hit the fucking, like, movie poster, I'm pretty sure it's, like... It says Nicholas Holt, Aquafina, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. So like. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So the thing I was I wanted to fight the uh, friend adjacent person about was like we're all in a, a Facebook chat. I don't know if I've messaged uh, said this on here before, but like we're talking about the game Elden Ring that came out, mm-hmm. and like every fucking all right. So like my it's by the same people who made Dark Souls, Bloodborne, all this, and my biggest problem with those games is that. Like, there is a shit ton of, like, world building, and there's, like, lore kind of around it, but, like, the there is no actual story. And so, like, you'll get people that, like, piece together, like, all this stuff to try and make a story, but I'm like, I don't know how much of this I can actively trust, or if it's just these people piecing together anything they can find. You know what I mean? Like... Like, I, I don't know for sure that they're not doing the Charlie Always Sunny in Philadelphia thing. You know what I mean? Fucking Pepe <laughs> Sylvia. Um, fuck. <laughs> like, no, it's a horn that calls unicorns. And, you know, you gotta... You right. Know, it's kinda... Yeah, and they're, like, piecing together the story. But I'm like, I don't know if all that's there. Like, I don't know how many leaps you're having to make to put this together. Um, But, like, the thing was... Is so, Elden Ring is, like, open world, which is a huge deal for those games. Um, And then it was like... Oh, God, I cannot remember this motherfucker's name. Um, hold on. Dark Souls director. Miyazaki. Miyazaki's the dude that makes the games. Um, he's in this one that says Miyazaki, and it says, like, and George R.R. R. Martin. And mm-hmm. so, my thing was, I was like, they're finally gonna have a fucking story. And also, like, all of these, um, visually have, like, uh, except for Bloodborne, which is my favorite, and Sekiro, which I haven't played, um, Bloodborne's like a steampunk Victorian, like gothic kind of, oh, yeah, yeah. and then, and then, uh, Sekiro's like, you know, feudal Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the other, like, Dark Souls, Demon Souls, one, Dark Souls 1 and 2, 3, um, they're all like fantasy, medieval, knights, shields, swords, whatever, right? Like, all the mm-hmm. environments are like castles, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, that's just how it goes. Um, so, like, I get this George R. R. Martin thing. I get the, the fucking uh, Miyazaki thing. And I'm like, all right, so here's the deal. We're either going to get... It's going to be a little different. Like, I'm hoping maybe it's a little... Um, like, the environment is, like, somewhat different than what we get in the past. I know George R. R. Martin's, like, also fantasy. But, like, I don't know. Like, a different flavor or something. Um, and then I was like, and the only reason you'd have this motherfucker in is to do, like story you know what mm-hmm. i mean like he's mm-hmm. the, like he can put an actual story together bro it, the game comes out it's the exact same fucking thing as the other ones bro every game even with the different settings maybe not secure because i haven't played it every game is like you're 
fucking, what are the words? It's like you're tarnished or you're fucking hollowed or you're like forgotten. Like you're just a nameless fucking zombie, basically, of one of those names. And then like you're you're fucking just cast and there's like a cyclical uh, like time thing and mm-hmm. you're there to break the cycle. Like all of them. That's all it is. And like, but that's literally all the information you get. Like you can piece together names and lore, but like that's all the information you get. This one's same fucking thing, bro. You're like, I, I, this this uh, Elden Ring, might, you might be tarnished, I think, is which that one is. And then you're just breaking a cycle, and that's that's all you get. And I'm like, what the fuck was the point of George R.R. R. Martin if you're just giving me the same fucking thing? And then, like, my friend that I was aggravated with, he was like, well, my friend adjacent, um, he was like, nah, they always said that he was just there advising. And I'm like, all the fucking posters have his name on the fucking thing. They obviously <laughs> were using that to sell it because they knew some people would want a story. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like, if he's just advising, why is it every other advisor's name on the fucking poster? You exactly. Know I mean? He's probably like, Kevin by with some chips and like, mm, that should be black. Yeah. Okay, my work here is done. I'm going to go that, back home. That sounds good. Yeah. Is that a dragon? Cool. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll expect the royalties in the, in, the, in the mail later. Okay, cool. Right. So like this, like everyone's like, I thought there would be more Nicolas Cage. And someone out there is like, it always said he was a supporting actor. And it's like, shut the fuck up, bro. He's on the post. He's Dracula. He's fucking Dracula, right? Like, he, it should be a two, two-parter, right? Right. Um, yeah, sorry for the... Team, uh, no, no, the, you're fine. I mean, that, that's, that's exactly how it is. And I, I, <laughs> I remember like the, like the third or fourth scene in a row of like all the Aquafina shit. I'm like... What the fuck is going on? What is this? So anyway, <laughs> we're talking about, right? skip it. And it sucks because so the director is uh, Chris McKay, and he's um he's worked on like the Lego movies. He did the Lego Batman movie, which I don't know if you've seen it, but that's like excellent. It's really good. I've never like, watched it, but I've heard it's amazing. It is. It is. And I think if you ever you should watch it with your kids. Like I mean, I don't. It's fine. Yeah, it's Legos. Yeah, it's not like violent or anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, uh, it's good for kids. Yeah, it's, you know. Let me to ask that cool Lego question. Yeah, well, you know, like Puss in Boots, right? Puss in Boots, I was like, right. oh, you know, like, oh. But there's not like, like, oh, like, there's like, there's no scary, like, you know, like, there's like, yeah. I mean, there's there's action, right? But it's all like blocky, cartoony, like, like somebody gets blown up and it's like, like little blocks and shit. Yeah. So he worked on that. He, I think he wrote a couple of, he wrote, the, uh, I think he wrote the story or the screenplay or helped write the screenplay for uh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie last month. So okay. he's like done a bunch. He's been, he's had his, you know, his, um, his foot in a bunch of, uh, projects and he's, he's been very influential the last 10 years in, in different comedy projects and so when i saw that he was drinking this and i was like oh you know kind of like i was saying i was like when i was like dungeons and dragons i don't know and i saw the guys who did game night were doing it i was like i'm in right and that's how it was with this right. one i'm like i feel that's kind of wacky kind of whack like kind of bullshit and then i saw he was drinking and i was like i'm in you know this is gonna be good he knows exactly what to do and it just never quite came together but uh other than nicholas cage and the good makeup um it never quite worked for me um, also, sorry, one more thing. When I was talking about Nicolas Cage being in a bunch of crazy movies, I looked. I just looked up his uh, his uh, his fucking like IMDb. Uh, I get basically, yeah. Um, I'm not on IMDb, but that's the information I'm getting. And so it's movies starring Nicolas Cage, bro. I, this man has been on a fucking tear, bro. He has done so many fucking movies since 2019. He has starred in one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen movies, and has voice acted in one of one more. So that's like fifteen. Like, and I've never even heard of half of these, bro. 
All right, I'll read them off real quick. Renfield, The Old Way. It's a Western with him in it. Uh, the Retirement Plan. Don't know that mm-hmm. one. Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Mm-hmm. One called Butcher's Crossing that doesn't even have a movie poster. Um, <laughs> Pig. Pig was great. W- Willie's Wonderland. Um, Prisoners of the Ghostland. Jiu-Jitsu. Primal. <laughs> Kill Chain, Running with the Devil, Color Out of Space, and A Score uh, to Settle. I'm like, what color are these fucking movies? Oh, really? Yeah, like it's like a like a weird like '80s like sort of like you know the the thing from the I 80s. Mean, by like, the poster, it looks like it's from like the like 80s. fucking like like '80s alien like people like you know the blob like people get like all fucked up and stuff. Okay. Just, I feel like he has like is I heard he, this movie is, Mandy he, he was in is good. Does he have a low key like a? Is he like hiding some sort of degenerative disease like Bruce Willis when everyone was shitting on Bruce Willis for taking all these awful movies and then it came out and people were like, ooh. Yeah. I, well, apparently he said that he, he just had a really hard time. He, um, he was, he like didn't make good financial decisions. Like he just bought a bunch of shit he never needed. And so from like oh, okay. 2010 through like 2014, he just did like shit movies. And I think nowadays, like he makes, he still makes shit movies, but he at least makes stuff like Pig. He voices, you know, in the, in the, the Spider-Man Noir and Spider-Verse, Color Out of Space. I heard in that movie Mandy was good. Uh, so I mentioned Pig. Um, Mandy looks crazy. I feel like yeah. I saw Mandy was... God, uh, what's the what's the streaming service that has, like, all these weird, like, horror gore movies? Oh, uh, Shudder. Yeah, I feel like I saw that on mm-hmm. there once, and I was like, what? This, this man's doing straight to Shudder movies, bro. Yeah, the unbearable weight was good. So he like, like now now before it was like I'm just gonna make shit movies, but now he goes like I'm gonna make shit movies, but then the other half are gonna be like actually like good movies. Like dude, Pig right. he, that could, he could have been nominated for best actor. He could have won best actor for that. That's how good it is. And it's like I said, it's just it's like a, you know how people go like it's a quote quote film that is a that is a, a film six point nine on IMDb. Like what are you like? No way. Maybe people just didn't like it. Maybe they wanted John Wick because I think it was right. kind of. Hey, bro, Jiu-Jitsu has 28%. Terrible. Yeah, Pig has All right, listen, just real quick. God, bro. This is how you know this movie's terrible. All right, just to be clear. All right, he's holding a samurai sword in the poster. All right? But you know that Jiu-Jitsu is just like... Like grappling, right? Every six years, an ancient order of jujitsu fighters oh joined God. forces to battle a vicious race of alien invaders. Oh my God. Bro, what, we, we just putting them in arm bars, bro? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> we're putting them in arm <laughs> bars. And then, and then we're, we're, you know, we're knocking them out, and then we're looking at their, at their uh, alien kids and pretending like we're falling asleep. You know, just like, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he, he started that movie. He was like, bro, put me on the front. Put me on the cover of that motherfucker right there. <laughs> Oh boy! All right. So what else? What else have you watched? Any any other? Big yeah, things? I'll do the two shows real quick, um, and then okay. we can, and then I'll uh, let you finish up what we've been watching. But I watched two shows. First of them, both of them have one season, and I think both of them are actually pretty similar in themes. One of them is much more aggressive, and one of them isn't. So the first okay. one is Shrinking, and it's on Apple TV Plus, and it's about um, I think therapist or psychologist. I think it's therapist. So a therapist and Ford. Yeah, Harrison Ford's in it, okay. Justin Siegel, uh, Jessica Williams from The Daily Show, and a, a couple of other small actors that I've seen in other things. But basically, Harrison Ford's like the big draw. Right. And so shrinking, and so Jason Siegel, you know, it's, it's early on. It's 
told, you know, she or it's um, revealed that he lost his wife a few months ago. And he's sort of been like in this sort of withdrawn state. And it shows pretty much him being like, you know what? I got to snap out of it. I got to reconnect with my with my friends and family. Right. And it's like, I mean, it's from one of the co-creators of the of Ted Lasso, but it's like Ted Lasso, but like with therapists where, okay. you know, it's this guy and, you know, everybody, and, and, and it, it, I'm sure if you watch this one, and you watch Ted Lasso, you'd be like, I can see a lot of it. Where like everybody's, you know, nobody, people at the beginning are getting along, but they're like really nice and they just start getting along and they start forming bonds. You're like, oh, they're so nice. Oh, like, oh, they talk to each yeah. other mean, but they're actually nice to each other. So it's like that. Um, I really liked it. Um, I don't want to say I loved it as much as Ted Lasso, and, and I didn't love it as much as Ted Lasso, just because I think Ted Lasso just came around and it was a breath of fresh air. Whereas this feels, just from the fact that it's similar to it, feels like um, cashing in on just like the yeah, the like idea. A, not a rip off. What's it called? It's like um, not reductive. I forget the word. Um, but it, it just feels like that, like redux, right? Like you go like, okay, I, this is like Ted Lasso, right? Like I just said. Um, but Harrison Ford is great. He's very funny in it. He's actually like acting in it, right? He's not just going through the motions. Um, Jason Siegel's great. Um, Sydney loved it. She loved it. And also, I think I, it's also very low stakes, right? Like it's like you're watching it, and you know it's no, nobody's getting into you know nobody's gonna lose their license. Nobody's in danger of, you know, <laughs> killing themselves or kill, hurting others. It's very much just right. like, like low level, low stakes. You hang out with these people, you enjoy their lives. You know, it's simple. Like, how can I reconnect with my daughter? And then the daughter's really nice, right? She's not like mean or anything. She just feels like alone. So it's stuff like that. Very simple. Um, but it is enjoyable. And I think it is a nice ca- uh, palate cleanser, especially if you're going, you know, like I am from fucking, you know, Sunday night at nine, you get succession. And then at 10, you get Barry. You need something a little bit different to break up your week. If you're watching shows like that. Um, right. So uh, that's shrinking season one. And then I also watched, and I mean, and the thing about that is like, just talk, you know, the theme is like, let's just, just talk and any animosity you have towards somebody else. Even if you don't solve it, you at least know it and you talk about it because if you don't, you just right. let it let you eat up. It, it You let it eat, eat you up inside. And it's basically the same thing of my second show, which is Beef. And this is on Netflix. Have you heard about this one? It's uh... I have. Um, the I know that the uh, the premise starts with someone cutting someone off in traffic. Yeah. And uh, I know it's got Steven Yoon, right, mm-hmm. is his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I read a lot of people, maybe not a lot. I, the only thing I've seen specific about the show talked about is a scene in which Steven Yeun is in a church. And a lot of people were saying that was like a really, like, like he killed it, basically. It's kind yes. of like, and it was like, that scene was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, that's 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 all I've got. Yeah, so the show is excellent. It is really, really good, especially because I think it, so you're right, it is, you know, uh, Steven Yeun is uh, backing out of a space at a parking lot. But, you know, he's been going through some things and he backs up too quickly. And then uh, somebody in a white SUV honks at him. And then he like the white man goes around and he goes like, hey, what you honk at me for? And the person like flips them off. And then that spirals into this, you know, road rage. And then it ends up like consuming their lives. And so the other person is a uh, comedian, Ali Wong. So this, is the, okay. you know, she, she does like stand up shows, which are fantastic. I actually went to see her in Durham a couple years ago before uh, COVID. She's okay. really funny. And I'd seen her in like a uh, little supporting bits like and she was in the harley quinn movie she was in like a romantic comedy on netflix like very small things but then this is the first time i've seen her in like a role that's like a dramatic role 
and she fucking kills it. Like her and Steven Young are like, like at the like, the, like you, you know you, it's like you just um fucking killing it, right? It's like seeing uh, Stone Cold against The Rock, right? You're like, damn, dude, these guys are fucking spitting. They're killing it. Right. The whole movie, the whole show, it's like that. Um, and I think it it um provides a lot of insight into Asian American culture here in America. Like I think it provides a lot of maybe some things that even I you know I could say maybe even went over my head in terms of why it would be something to see something like that on TV. But you can pick up on things that you go, oh, I didn't realize that would be something that would affect that community or that there would be something that that community would think about as it you know as the show goes on. But it's fantastic. I think if you have a chance in in, in sort of same angle as shrinking sort of just goes like hey we're more alike than we're different but sometimes shit just gets in the way and we choose to you know be blind to ways to fix anger and in in hardship well, not hardship but like anger and um relationships um but in terms of you know if you between the two i say beef is the better like tv quote quote show like the, the prestige tv show um right. but i think both you can't go wrong with either one i think both of these are very good um and i think i'm sure shrinking would get a season two but i don't know if beef would and i don't know if i want it to i think as a self-contained story i think it works really well so i think if you have a chance to see beef just watch it because i really doubt they'll have a season two okay um the the one thing i will say about beef is that before i heard anything about it or even knew that this existed in any way shape or form i saw the uh uh, for lack of a better word, I'm just going to call it the poster of like the two like middle fingers of people coming out of them. And I am, mm-hmm. I immediately like, I hate that fucking poster because that shit makes it seem like, like, like a stupid comedy to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes it seem like I'm trying, I can't even come up with like on the level of like, see, I'm going to say dumb and dumber, but like, that's actually like, not a terrible movie but like I, i'm expecting that kind of comedy from it you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like just based on that poster it just seems like gonna be people doing just goofy dumb shit and so i was like mm, i don't want to see that and then i started seeing good things about it and i was like all right maybe i need to adjust my uh my barometer here but i, I really do not like that poster that poster seems yeah it seems kind of goofy it seems like like an or like a mid-2000s comedy right right it, it looks like it's going to be Again, this is a good movie, but like the like knocked up of just like two people arguing. You know what I mean? And it's like I don't really know. That's not what I'm looking for at the moment. Um, but like that's that's kind of what I got. But anyways, so apparently yeah, it's great, right? Yeah, I definitely think that they could have 100% gone with a better uh, poster. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna speed through my things real quick because I don't have much to say on at least the first three. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished Legend of Dragoon. Uh, that game was fucking something. Um, I enjoyed the game, the story. There's like a couple big twists that are cool, but like ultimately, like the way the story ends and like kind of how it just kind of like crawls along, I was like, mm, story's not great in this game. Um, other things to like about it, but not the story. Final Fantasy Origins, I'm almost done with. Haven't really... I, I'm on probably the last mission, just taking a guess. Um, Street Fighter Six had a demo come out, which I'm going to recommend to you if you get any... Um, if you have a chance. Um, it gives you a very short section of the single-player content. Mm-hmm. Um, in that single-player content, it has the updated modern controls, which are easier... 
you know, they're they're meant to be like an introductory kind of control scheme, like mm-hmm. as opposed to people that have been with it and are more comfortable. Um, that is the control scheme for the single player content, and then you also just have um, there's only two characters in it in terms of uh, the like not the single player content, and they um, you can just do like one on one matches versus the computer, or if you have somebody else with you, that you can do it that way as well, and you can choose whatever control scheme you want. Um, it's free; it's just a demo. Um, that's that's kind of why I would recommend it to you, like because I, you know, fighting games are not for everybody, but like I think this game mm-hmm. is making a substantial effort to bring in new people. So anybody out there, if it even seems remotely like anything you'd want, or maybe you think fighter games are cool but they're just too hard um or like there's not enough there you know what i mean because like a lot of fighting games for a while have kind of just been built around the fact that they know people are going to play them against each other competitively right so they don't it seems really like play... they've added a bunch of single player content so that way even people who don't play it competitively can still enjoy it um okay. so so definitely check out the demo um i mean like i said it's free there's no uh there's no cost other than the time. Um, and then the last thing I was going to talk about is I forgot. Saturday, we got done, got back to the hotel before the wedding, and I was just looking for something to do. Mm-hmm. And I was just scrolling through, uh, I think, on the on the TV they had Showtime, and I was like scrolling through the movies on Showtime, and I think it was Uncut Gems was on Showtime. Oh, nice, and I was like, nice. I never saw that. So I went ahead and watched that. Oh, Nice. So, I got to watch that Saturday. Um, so, like, all right, let's see. Uh, I th- I think I saw it in reverse. Actually, I don't know. Because I, I caught up on Succession kind of all at once. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember us talking about it. How, like, yeah. I, I picked it up right before um, the new season started. Uh, so... The whole time I'm seeing the guy threatening Adam Sandler's life, I'm just seeing the fucking uh, hope, President Hopeful. You know what I mean? Like like the, the senator. Oh, that, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. I have Sandy. Like, um, yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That she's working for, and I'm like, this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got, like the big eyes. I remember I went to see... I had been watching the show before, and then I went to see Uncut Gems. I'm like, who is that guy? He looks so familiar. And then I and then I googled him after. I was like, that's the he's the guy who wants to be president. He's like the the like the Bernie Sanders. Yeah, uh, the Bernie Sanders one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, the whole time I was like, this guy. Um, but there was that. Um, Adam Sandler was really good in it. Um, mm. Let's see. Kevin Garnett, so, surprisingly great, right? Yeah, Kevin Garnett, pretty good. I mean, like not much, not much asked of him, but still pretty good. Yeah, Lakeith Stanfield, same kind of thing. I don't think mm. they asked him to do a whole lot, but he was good with what he did. Um, God, uh, the whole time, anytime Julia Fox is on screen, I'm like, this is that crazy bitch that Kanye's with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before she uh, like completely changed. Yeah, I mean, like, like when I saw her in that movie, I was like, oh wow, this is like. A star, right? Like this, she's gonna be like this is like, I mean, maybe a little bit of a stretch, but I'm like this is like Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman kind of thing, where you just go, who is this? Like this is great. Like she's great in it. She looks mm-hmm. great. Like you're like this is like star number one, right? And then nothing ever came of it. And then now she's like on TikTok making weird TikToks and shit. Um, yeah. so, did you you know that did did you get like did you crack up at the part where? 
uh, Kevin Garnett does that. Why the fuck would you show me something? But couldn't have it then. <laughs> yes, because right. I, I love that bit, and I, I use it for like everything. Um, <laughs> That's just crazy. I look at this, and he's like, "Yo, this is awesome. I had to buy this." He's like, "It's not for sale." <laughs> what the fuck would you show me something if I can't buy it? <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, is a valid point. It's exactly. 100%. You're yeah, like, look at this awesome diamond here right. at my diamond store. But you can't buy it. It's like, okay. I do love... I do think... So... I think that... Knowing sports... Or having... Well, like me, I remember a bunch of shit that maybe I should forget... But, like, for me, the finale where he puts the parlay on the Celtics, I knew that they the Celtics were going to win because I remember they have to win that to go to the Eastern Conference to play the Heat. And that's the series where LeBron, you know, he they were down uh, 3-2 and he came back and won it. You know, when he had that right. insane game six. And so as I'm watching the finale, I'm like, okay, but I can't suspend my disbelief because I know what happens because I remember <laughs> that series. I remember watching that. 70, I think they put it, they played the 76ers, right? Or they played... Yeah. Yeah, I'm like I remember that series because KD, you know, KG went off in the you know in the final game and they fucking win it and then they went you know against. And I think KG. that actually helps, or maybe not helps, but like it, I don't think it hurts the movie. That you no know no, that. It, I don't I yeah. don't think it hurts the movie. It's just, it's like me just knowing just yeah. my brain remembering it. It's, yeah. it's entire. I know it's entirely because the movie, the movie. You know, it hinges when they on make that. the movie, they have to know that a lot of people are going to remember that. So it's like right. it's not the like movie the movie it. only works if you didn't. Exactly. You know what I mean, no, one hundred percent. Yeah, I think the movie does like it does its best to be like to build up attention, and it's it's edited like perfectly, and it all works really really well. It's just me, my brain goes, oh shit, is he gonna do it? I'm like, yes, he is because I've seen it. <laughs> right. So, but that's entirely not the movie's fault, and I would have I would never ding it for it. It's just me, you know. That's yeah. Just how, and then, fucking, uh, bro, the ending, I did not expect that at all. Oh, Didn't. the guy comes out that That was incredible. Crazy guy, yeah. I, maybe I should have. Maybe other people did. I did not. I, I didn't. You know, it happened. Because you, you think, you're like, dude, like, I know he that guy was supposed to be the wild card or whatever. Yeah. But then you go, surely, he must be seeing the money that's being made, right? But then you Yeah, you also, forget, like, oh. you, you, like, you just assume someone's, I mean, like, despite the situation being awful... Like, I imagine there's a certain level, at least me, of, like, calming down that would have to happen just sitting in a box. You know right, what I mean? Like, right. Um, yeah, I was just not expecting that. And then I wasn't expecting the, the one more gin on top. You know what I mean? Like, the fucking, the extra one at the end. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah. The guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't expecting that. So, yeah. No, it was, it was crazy. Um. Really good. I, the, <laughs> Kaylin started watching it with me, and like the weirdest thing to me. So this is like a weird disconnect that I have, and like sometimes I don't understand why certain people, like there'll be a movie and somebody will say something about it, and I'm like, I like it's not even a like a like I disagree thing. I'm like I literally have no idea what you're talking about right now. So like we get through the like first few minutes of the movie, and she's like. This is just boring. And I'm like, I don't, like, I don't, it's like nothing's happened. Or she was like, he just keeps fucking up. And I was like, yeah, I know. And he keeps trying to claw himself out of it and getting himself in worse shape. Like, that's kind of the whole deal. You know what I mean? Like, that's what makes it, like, kind of stressful is that, like, you are in the shoes of a dude who's, like, trying to fucking. And he's a complete degenerate, right? Like, when right. he, is it the scene where he has KG at the end? 
and he's like he's like oh we could do it and you can see his brain he goes like yeah yeah you know what uh, i could uh you know i could uh, take your ring and then you realize he has yeah. it out but he he just can't help himself to make that second bet because he's i think and he's like go to the next door window <laughs> oh yes and he's like take this to the thing and he, right right because he like he, it's literally like as he's talking to kg it's literally the Vince McMahon meme where he's like, oh, oh, oh right? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like losing his mind at the prospect of an even bigger win, right? An even be- right. A bigger score, right? And so, um, yeah, it's, it's like, I think, I'm sure you're like me, where like I'm watching that, and I'm like, that would never be me. Like, I can't even, I didn't, I, we went to Vegas last year. I don't see myself going back because to me, the idea of being like, here's $20 that I might never see again, that might be gone in 10 seconds. I'm just like, I can't do it. Like, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Like, right? Well, some people do that and they're like, I need more, baby. I gotta put it down again. I mean, you know, I'm just not wired like that. I, oh man, all right. So here's the thing: like, I am wired like that, a hundred percent, except for, like, only. What's the word I'm looking for here? All right, bro. Here's a good example. I win, like. There, there's some line in there, right? Like, if I won, if I went to a casino, right, and I won two thousand dollars. I could easily, easily see myself making a $1,500 bet on some dumb shit. Easily. <laughs> but, like, if I, like, if all I have is the money I need to pay the bills, I'm not going to touch it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, like, I could see myself making these dumb fucking bets. But when the guy's like, you owe me this amount of money and I have that amount of money in hand, I'm giving him the money. Yes. Like, okay, like, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be but, like, like, extra, extra anything, I could easily see myself, like, I could have just walked away with two thousand dollars. Mom would be like, "No, nah, I'm placing this fifteen hundred dollar bet on KG." <laughs> yeah, because even then, you're like, if you miss it, what do you got? Five hundred bucks you never had before, right? And so yeah, you're right. like, you know, we, I'm, I'm winning either way, but like, yeah. the, like you said, if yeah, somebody no. comes up, and you're like, "Hey, I got two thousand dollars, and I also owed somebody a bunch of money." Like, I'm, right? <laughs> it's a gift from God because now I don't have to worry about that. Right. Um. So yeah, like I could, I could definitely like I have some of it, like I have some of that, like I could, like I'm on a roll, um, but like not yeah, to that degenerate. <laughs> exactly, um, but yeah, like but anyways, she was just like it's so boring, and I was like I, I just like to me like I, if somebody told me they didn't like it, I wouldn't have come up with the adjective boring. You know what I mean? Like I, I like I don't know what I would have came up with, but I was like, I just, it is just I don't I don't get it. Like I'm, we're on two entirely different wavelengths here. Um, but yeah, anyways, I thought it was really good. Uh, you know, I haven't given it enough thought to really put a rating on it, but I guess I would say maybe like a four out of five, three and a half out of five. Yeah. Um, really solid. And, Adam Sandler plays a great degenerate. I guess like he he just I mean, like you said, the scene with Kevin Garnett. It's weird that like. It flips on a dime, but, like, without seeming weird, right? Like, he's, like, so distraught. Like, he's like, okay, I can I can get this. I can get this money. Like, all right, cool. I'm safe. And then, like, immediately is into, like, but what I could do. You know what I mean? And it doesn't feel like a weird flip, if that makes sense. Right. Like, he somehow gradually goes from, like, Okay, now I don't have to get murdered to like, but I can win a billion dollars. I can win more money, even if it, even the risk is of me getting murdered is back on the table. But I can just make this money, right? Exactly. And I feel like that could be weird if you had a bad actor, right? Like they wouldn't right. be able to play the gradual change like in the moment. Yeah. Um, but it, he did great, so that's where I'm at with that. And then that terrible fucking meme of Julie Fox 
uh, fucking, what is it? What does she say? It was all over the fucking internet. Um, because she says it with an awful, like, L.A. accent. Like, Uncut Jams. Uh, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> I was his muse for Uncut Jams. <laughs> yeah, bro, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's why it didn't pan out. All right. <laughs> that, that was Uncut Jams. Um, so what else we got here? Uh, see, on here, the NFL draft happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, boy. I didn't get a chance to... Well, no, I watched some of it. I watched the beginning of it. Um, pretty, pretty much just the first five picks because, you know, Bryce Young went number one. And that's mm-hmm. kind of expected. But then after that, it was kind of crazy. Like, the Texans took... Um, CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud at two. And then they fucking made a trade made a to get number three. trade for Will Anderson? Like, they traded so much. They, yeah. To just get up into that three spot to get him. And I'm like, again, I, I, I guess the whole time, I mean, maybe that goes to show you that nobody knows anything. Because the whole time leading up, they're like, I don't know if the Texans are going to take a quarterback. You know, they might, you know, rest, you know, come, you know, uh, pay, pile on for another year, get a bunch more picks, back off, right? And then maybe next year will be the year that they pounce. But it's like, no. They get they like, just, what, Drake May or who's the other guy? Um, Caleb year. Williams, right? They're yeah. just like, nope, yeah. we're just going to do it now. We're going to get this guy. This is our guy. And then we're also going to get this defensive guy. Like, we're fucking starting now, motherfuckers. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and they picked uh, Will Anderson third. And then, I forget who was fourth. Um, well, it wasn't the Colts, was it? Yeah, was it? They picked... Anthony Richardson? Anthony Richardson, yeah. Which is, which I think... I, I think Anthony Richardson might be the best... Might end up being the best quarterback in the draft. I think if he if he talks to whoever Jared... Um, not Jared Allen. Uh, Josh Allen talked to. Like, <laughs> right. Talk to him. Like, if I was to him, I'd be like, Josh, show me the ways, man. How did you do it? How did you go from being a giant dude who couldn't throw 50%, right? And couldn't, he had like, I think like 10 touchdowns to like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Like, how did you do it, right? Because that's, that's all he needs, right? Because apparently people are saying they're like, he's Cam Newton, like extra. Bro, like, listen, God, listen. Damn. So I was listening to a podcast. Uh, so I've listened to two podcasts. Well, I've listened to the Bomani Jones podcast, but two different episodes. They had two different people on. One mm-hmm. of them was Dominique Foxworth, and mm-hmm. he, he one of his points was that like I don't understand like because even your bad quarterbacks, if they are great on their feet, they give you a floor, and either a your quarterback doesn't actually get better, and you can try and make some things work just running until you get another pick, or b running gives them time to figure it out without people getting pissed off. Mm-hmm. Um, so he said, for example, like Justin Fields, right? Like Justin yeah, Fields yeah. Mm-hmm. has bought himself time to become a better quarterback because he can still be productive while he's subpar at throwing the ball, right? Um, same thing with Josh Allen. Like if Josh Allen wasn't so good on his feet out of the pocket running, like would he have been, would he have kept a starting job long enough to prove to be where he's at now? And right. like, the answer is like, I really don't know. Cause like teams will bail on a quarterback quick. Um, so he's like, I just don't understand like why, why Anthony Richardson is talking about being like the third or fourth. Like some people were talking about taking Will Levis, like and it didn't happen. Oh. but like, but like there were like random like shit kind of like popping up near the end of that. Like Will Levis was like possibly three, um, which is outrageous. But uh, and then <laughs> the other one I watched was Nate Tice, um, who's on some stuff and he like does some stuff for the draft and he he said there's a website. Where you can put in like height, weight, and all their like combine stats, and it'll just give you a comparison mm-hmm. for like a player who's already in the league. And so, if you apparently on this website, if you put in Anthony Richardson's height, weight, um, you know, and all of his combine stats, his his like 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Equivalent? His equivalent is fucking Khalil Mack, bro. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that did a fucking quarterback. <laughs> Can you imagine if Khalil Mack could throw a ball 70 yards in the air, bro? It'd be curtains. And run you over. Yeah, and run you over. It's outrageous. Like I'm, I'm a corner blitz. Yeah, I'm doing a corner blitz. <laughs> In other words, I'm about to fuck that cornerback up if he comes inside, bro. It's gonna look like that, you know that um the picture of uh Boogie Cousins and uh Carl Anthony Town. Oh yeah, Carl- trying to post him up and he's just <laughs> it's gonna be like that, like trying to sack him. Uh, God, that's hilarious. But I was like, stop it, bro. Khalil Mack, you're outrageous. Jesus. <sighs> but yeah, so Anthony Richardson drafted fourth. Um then I don't really know. Right fifth? I think there was a cornerback fifth. The guy from Illinois. I forget it, but he's like one of the best cornerbacks, and everybody thought they were, the Seahawks were going to take Jalen Carter, but they didn't. Um, bro, that I'm so fucking mad about the, the Eagles, Eagles taking Jalen. Bro, the, the Eagles got in, they got like they they basically have a whole Georgia front line, which is a fucking problem now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then and then they uh, they fucking they traded like a fourth round pick next year and got DeAndre Swift. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? Like, I'm not saying DeAndre Swift is a fucking, like, the best court running back in the league. He's definitely the best fourth round. Like, like you're not going to get anybody in the fourth yeah, round. De- whatever you, yeah, whatever you just gave away in the fourth round is definitely not going to be as good as DeAndre Swift. Or, or nine times out of ten is not going to be as good as DeAndre Swift. Right. So now i got to deal with that motherfucker. Oh, man. All right. So hold on. Let me do some, some calculus here. All right. So it would have been, I don't know him, but I was at the table with him at the wedding. But uh, it would have been Mary's husband, Ryan, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He was like, I just this was while we were waiting. I think for you to come, you guys to come up. Mm-hmm. I think, or it might have been in between. Like it might have been while we were waiting to be like to sent to get food. Um, he was like, I just read that there's a, that. Derrick Henry might be going to the Eagles. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, bro. Stop it. I, was like, <laughs> I missed all uh, of that. So the next I, day, so I, then I told like, him, I told him, I was like, we can't tell ever. He's, it's going to ruin his <laughs> night. <laughs> uh, that's the thing is that like, I missed all that. So somebody on Monday or, or uh, Sunday or Monday, they were talking about a podcast or somebody tweeted out something like, wow, I guess that didn't happen. And I was like, what didn't like, that was a thing. I, I completely <laughs> just like, didn't even like see that at all. Like there was like a, a, like a couple hours where Derrick Henry was an Eagle. And I just completely like, didn't, I, I like we were all like, hold on, like I pulled out of front, like looking at different things. I was like, it's just a rumor right now. <laughs> can't, you can't jump the gun and tell him. Uh-huh. Um, like, hey, uh, congratulations! I hope you have a good night. But also, just so you know, uh, football season is going to be terrible. Bye. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so the, that made me think of that. Um, so uh, yeah, so NFL draft uh, round. Will Levis did not get drafted in the first round. No, he went um, the next which day. Was, yep, yeah. which was wild. I'm trying to pull up the list here. Okay. Um, I think he went early. He went to the... Oh my God, who did he go to? It's blanking on me. Uh, uh, Titans. The Titans. Right? I think so, yeah. I mean, okay. good. I mean, they're saying that, you know, if... if they were like, if you if you put Bryce Young's like like talent and and like maneuverability and like accuracy and like all the like sort of like the things that make a good quarterback good that aren't like physical, mm-hmm. 
in either Will Levis's body or Anthony Richardson, it'd be like the best prospect like ever, like even be- better than um, Trevor Lawrence. But they were right. like, but these guys are rough. And then Bryce Young, he's so good at everything else that even though he's undersized, they're like, we're going to take a chance on him because he's so good at literally everything else about it. Right. Um, so let's see if there was anything else. Um, I didn't keep, oh, fucking, uh, the Ravens got Zay Flowers. Mm-hmm. Finally some so, weapons. So, so now, yeah, now Lamar Jackson has Mark Andrews, Zay Flowers, OBJ, which OBJ, you know, we don't really know exactly what that's going to look like. He might be, uh, you know what I mean? He might just be a shell of himself for, yeah. for mm-hmm. going forward. Um, and I felt like there was another Rick, player. Rick, uh, Bomani Jones called him what, the ghost of OBJ? Yeah, the ghost of OBJ. Um, yeah, so there's that. And then uh, the only other two picks I saw anything about were um, Dalton Kincaid, I guess. Oh, yeah, the, the, the tight end for the Bills. The tight end the for the Bills. People I was like, pissed that... about that because they, they picked him up one pick before us, and that's who I wanted. I wanted that guy. Really? Yeah. So they, they yeah, and when I, I don't know anything about him because I don't watch that much college football, but like... They're like that could be a fucking problem for for the uh, for teams playing against the Bills because apparently he's basically just a big like he he's just a they the thing I saw was like an overdeveloped slot receiver like he's uh, he's like Jesus. too big and too strong to be a slot receiver he's only like an okay blocker but like they were like safeties are not going to be able to cover him like it like they're gonna have to do something like it's gonna be a weird. Um, set up, and then you pair that with fucking Josh Allen, who can get out on the move or bomb it deep. You know what I mean? It turns into a fucking mess. Um, and then the other one, obviously, is we drafted uh, Mozzie Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't know anything tackle. about this man. Yeah, uh, he is a defensive tackle from Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I the one of the first things I saw was a YouTube clip. Of him moving some immense weight, and apparently he like he's just considered like one of the strongest people to ever come out of college. Like, like the things I've read are that he's like his workouts are absolutely absurd. Like like well, everyone's hope, yeah. like, no, this motherfucker's strong as shit. <laughs> Somebody um, was talking about their like. Like, you know, after the grade, you know, like, the draft comes out and people give people grades, but none of it matters because nobody knows anything, right? Like, they give them, right. they give you good grades if you pick the players that they thought were going to go high, right? Because they right. rank them, right? So it's like if I, if I rank colors from my favorite to least favorite and you pick all my favorites, I'm like, wow, this guy drafted like crazy. Somebody give him an A plus, but of course it doesn't matter. But they were right. like, well, the best part of it though is that they do what you did where you just go, you know, you pick a guy and then you go on YouTube and you fall asleep, you know, right before bed, <laughs> you watch his highlights and you go, God damn it, we're so fucking bad. <laughs> right? Like if I'm, if I'm a Ravens fan, cause they signed, you know, Lamar right before the draft. If I'm yeah. a Ravens fan, I'm watching like Zay Flowers highlights and I'm like, we're going to be fucking cooking, right? But even though it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Because right. Just... I think the only thing about a draft grade that matters is, like, the fit. You know what I mean? If they're like, they're like you drafted another lineman and you have questions at, like, quarterback, running back, corner, and safety. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's right, the only right. time where it's like, oh, okay, now you're biffing it. You, you fucked it up. But, yeah, like, um, the, apparently, I mean, the things I've read... He didn't. He didn't cause a whole lot of pressure um, at Michigan, which defensive tackles generally don't, unless you're like Aaron Darnold. Aaron, why did I say Aaron Darnold, bro? Aaron Donald. <laughs> uh, Aaron Donald. 
or fucking, I don't know, and any other defensive tackle that I can't come up with off the top of my head. Um, um like uh who is the guy who's defensive? Khalil Mack, he no, he plays defensive end sometimes. He plays linebacker yeah. defensive end. That that's where my brain went, Khalil Mack, but I was like, but he he definitely slides over to end. But anyways, he doesn't generally uh generate a lot of quarterback pressure, but like I did see Again, I'm just watching YouTube clips of highlights from him in college. Like, he really does, like, clog up the fucking lane. Like, he may not get great separation, but, like, he's definitely... You could see him, like, one arm pushing some dudes out of the way so he could fill a hole. So, hopefully, as a team that just got ran all over, you know what I mean, last year, that was, like, the only... Like, our defense was great until teams started just running all over us. I'm like, all right, well, you know, maybe that's what we need. Uh, So... Uh, and I saw <laughs> I saw a clip of Micah Parsons, like freaking out that we drafted him, and he was like super happy. And I'm like, well, if Micah's happy about it, yeah. I'm happy about it. Because he's also like, God damn, now I can relax from fucking down. Now I can play some coverage. Because hey, have you seen that clip? Which one? Uh, I the only Micah clip I saw was the one where he was pissed that the Eagles got either. Okay, Carter there's or another clip Lord probably Smith. on the same show where he's like, they announced the draft pick, and he like pops off he's like whoa like fucking hype and then he tells the guy he's like i he's like i texted dan quinn this morning asking it like saying we need to draft mozzie smith and he literally hands the guy the phone and the guy's like dan quinn like 1 p.m we need to draft mozzie smith and then dan quinn saying like i love it and like that was it and i was like that's kind of tight <laughs> then you also go you go like I mean, it's Micah Parsons, right? Like you go, like, yeah, 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 right. It's like, yeah, it you're was... not like a coordinator. You're not a coach, but like, also, I do feel good about the fact that like it's also like it wasn't for clout. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he really um, did text him before, like earlier in the. He day. didn't pull like a LeBron line, like, ooh, I I told him I was like, Kobe's gonna hit eighty once, and I felt it. I felt it. Yeah, I felt it, bro. Uh, see, this Malcolm X book. Uh... <laughs> this first page is excellent. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my favorite one. Like, so what do you think, you know, what have you learned or what, what, what can we take away from that book? He's like, you know, just, uh, just like, just immediately just word salad, bro. He just pulls like the Dave Chappelle. Oh, who's anything about, oh, bitch, you're cooking? Yes, <laughs> get out of here, y'all. <laughs> the fucking water out. Um, God, but yeah. So anyways, with that being said, I'm, you know, I feel good. Uh, I, I, I feel good and bad. I feel like the Cowboys did okay. I also feel like I'm terrified of the Eagles still. Uh, that I don't like the fact that. That they didn't fuck up at all. Um, oh, the fucking... The Lions drafted a running back with the 12th pick after you gave away, like, a... I don't know if DeAndre Swift made the Pro Bowl, but he was... He had to have been close. Um, I guess like, they, you're gonna like, give a... They, like... I mean, I guess they didn't want to pay him, is probably my guess. But, like... Damn, bro. Like, like, I don't, I don't know. The guy, the running back was Gibbs. It was funny. It was like somebody, they showed uh, Dan Campbell like losing his mind and like going nuts, like ah, cheering. And they're like, your reaction when Gibbs rises up to you or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's great. Um, but yeah, so that was the NFL draft. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to add? Uh, no, not from the draft. I mean, like, you're, like, you know, we were just saying it's like, other than like the top three guys who like are immediately going to start no matter what and get the big contracts, everything else is just kind of like a crapshoot, right? Like it's right. all just kind of like, well, I guess we'll see in a couple months. I think the idea 
of i mean like when we got this guy i'm like okay cool and even when we got micah parsons i was like okay cool linebacker penn state hopefully he pans out right like i wasn't like oh we just got like one of the best defensive players in the country like let's go right right i was just like no oh, you know we'll see when it when you know we get to the to the season so i feel like that i'm like i'm excited if you know it's like, interesting the first few picks because it's like these are going to be the guys for sure but then everything else is like he might be a guy but depends on how it fits but uh no yeah that's that's uh yeah that's all i got for the draft right now all right, um, so that is uh, the draft, and then the only other real news we have to talk about is the Aaron Rodgers trade. Um, it finally went through. It finally went through, and I mean Aaron Rodgers is great for sure. Like what giant upgrade from Zach Wilson. Right? Mm-hmm. I feel like the Jets had to give away a lot for a guy that made it very clear he did not want to play in Green Bay anymore. <laughs> well, that's what somebody was saying. That, like, the, him coming out and being like, I want to play for the Jets. Literally, it, it, it's like the first trade where, like, nobody had leverage. Like, Aaron didn't, the Jets didn't, the Packers. Like, literally nobody had any kind of, like, it, it was just basically, like... Yeah, the weird thing is, the only person that should have had the leverage was Aaron Rodgers. Because Aaron Rodgers should have been able... Trying to think of like how to like the leverage is Packers, you can trade me and get something, or I'll just fucking retire. <laughs> yeah, and, but then the Packers are supposed to be like, All right, bitch, see you later, retire. You know, like, we don't yeah. have to pay you. And the Jets are like, Well, we want him, but like, we can't hold out because he wants to play for us, but we don't want to give out too much. But he only wants to play for us, so it's not like we're, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, it's just a matter right. of just, you know, just dry tugging it to the end and be like well here we go <laughs> gotta get it done try tugging it that's amazing <laughs> just like basically he's like here we go there's like no kind of <laughs> no candles yeah. no music uh, it's just like all right well, let's get this done i think and then i think i, I think we're running out of time yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> well and that's the thing is that they didn't right because i think they, they say that the the, the the packers were in no rush because they're like, well, you're not playing for us again, so we don't have to. Be, the people, the Jets, are the ones that need you there to do like OTAs and stuff. Apparently, they didn't. They could have traded him up until like week three or four or some shit. Mm-hmm. And so the Packers are like, well, it's your move, bitch. And the Jets are like, well, I don't want to move on your terms because, like, you know, you don't have any pressure because he's not going to play for you. But we do need him in here. So it's like, like you said, it's it's just like, and it's like a blockbuster trade, but because there was no intrigue, it just ended up being like just boring, right? It's like the like yeah. the opposite of the Lamar Jackson deal. We're like, oh my god, is he going to get traded? Is he going to get the money? Like nobody knows anything. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So the the all right. So it looks like Packers and Jets basically traded uh, picks. Like, God, this is what I actually now that I'm reading what the switch was um it it killed me because like apparently what i read was that at the last second the packers like like literally like i guess right before the trade was getting like finalized and like called in or whatever the fucking process for that is the packers just like hey actually can we swap 13s and 15 like (laughs) just like (laughs) the the jets had to be like god damn bro fine like (laughs) I just want to get this motherfucker on the team, bro. (laughs) It's just hilarious to just like like move up two spots. It was so funny, and I I read that it actually did like kind of make sense for the Packers to want to go up that two spots because of who was suggested Mm -hmm. might be taken at fourteen, I guess. 
Um, but like, it's, it's just funny to just the last minute, like, actually, uh, just swap your spots. And, and the Jets, like, just are like, they have to just be like, fuck, bro. Fine. It's like a fucking psycho maneuver. <laughs> I remember one time I, I went with my sister, she was buying a car, and we're like toward the end of, like, we got the, the, the salesman in there, he's going through the basics, you know, like, what's your salary and this and that. And I just went to, I went to help her, like, ask the right questions, right? And right. so we're in there, and they're, like, asking her, like, what this and that? And, and we're, like, 75% of it done through, right? And so she, like, she looks at a little thing on his desk, and it's, like, a little toy. It's not, like, a picture of their family or anything. And she, it's, like, a little, like, thing that she liked. And she goes, can I have that? And the guy's, like, why, do you want it? Sure. And she's, like, yeah, I want it. Can I have it? And the motherfucker <laughs> just gave up this, like, trinket on his desk because he wanted the deal. <laughs> what the <laughs> and I was like, I was like, Yuli, why did you do that? Like, what did you did you want that? Like, she's like, no, I just he would give it to me if I asked him because <laughs> of the <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> oh gosh, Switch is gonna be like, can I get your left sock? Like, <laughs> oh, like but then when she did that, it was like a little, it's, it's little like a little bobblehead kind of thing. I don't even know if she still has it, but it's like. Bro, she probably threw it out the window of her new car on the way home. <laughs> like, and so it uh, happened, and I was like, it was like the Alonzo morning gif, right? I'm like, well, she's not wrong, right? Like, he's not going to be like, no, you can't have it, because he wants the deal, because I'm sure he gets a commission from it. Right. And so it's just like a power move, like, yeah, bitch. But even then, it's like, did you really win? Because now we're on the hook for a car, right? So it's not like, you know, it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, Right. It's like the Jets are like, the Packers are like, we want to switch up, right? But it's like, well, yeah, but then now you don't have a franchise quarterback. It's like, but I don't care. I moved up two spots. Right, exactly. And and for the Packers, like, he wasn't going to play for us anyways. <laughs> exactly. Right? It's just like. Can oh. <laughs> I get that? He's She's like, like can I just have that little trinket? The confusion. Guy? The confusion in that man's soul when she asked that. I had to be like. <laughs> he was, I know. I mean, my. He was probably, he was probably like, he's probably like, man, my fucking kids gave me that, bro. Fine. Like, take it. <laughs> And that's what I'm saying. I was also like, I was like, why did you pick that? And then she she was like, yeah, you know, I knew he wasn't gonna say no. And then I was walking out like, damn, she's not wrong though, because that guy he wouldn't have said no. It's not like he's gonna break up this deal where he get you know he gets a part of this car for a little trinket. All right, but here's the thing: how how much of an actual fucking psychopath would your sister have looked like if he was like, sorry, I can't, and she just had to walk out? And she was like, well, I'm not doing <laughs> he's like, good day, sir. <laughs> That dude would be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Right? <laughs> she pulls a shiv, goes up to his planner, spits in it, and closes it, and puts it oh. back. <laughs> God, oh man, <sighs> bro, she... why'd she do that to that dude? Bro, that's so hateful. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it would have been an even fucking bigger drama doing now. It would have been an even bigger power move if you'd have looked at his picture of his family and been like, I want that. I want that frame. The frame? No, no, no. The frame with the picture inside. No, bro. You keep the frame. I just want the photo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Bro, I I hate shopping for a car. Um, It's the worst. It's It's the absolute. I mean, I've only had to do it one time, but I remember I got, I mean, I got lucky because I'm still driving that car, but still, I was like, my God. It's just. I've had to do it like three or four times between like my wife and mine, and I hate it every time. Well, they just be trying to dick you around, uh, like fucking my my. I, this is not at all on the fucking list here, but I'm gonna tell tell the story anyways. Like mm-hmm. fucking, we got a thing in the mail like during like when used cars were in short supply, 
Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or cars in general. So used car values were like through the roof. Yeah. I got a thing. Like, my wife had like a Mitsubishi Outlander Sport. It's like a little like, I don't know. It's like a small SUV. It's not a full-size SUV, compact SUV, right? But like, it's still an SUV. Um, And there's like a Mitsubishi dealership. They sent a thing in the mail, which is obviously just a fucking scam. You know what I mean? But like, even with that, it was like, you know, we want to about like... What's the word? Appraise your vehicle and yeah, try and mm-hmm. like get yeah. you to trade in. And I'm like, this is probably just fucking mail that just gets sent out like automatically. But I do know that car values are like jacking up right now. And like, we weren't really in love with it. It was just a car. And I was like, I was driving 50 fucking minutes to work every day. So I was like, I could use something better on gas. You could take the thing I'm driving and then we just keep it pushing. Um, and, you know, maybe we have a cheaper car payment and it's better on gas. Bro, I go up there, they put me in a fucking, like, I mean, like, the little fucking cars, bro. Like, not, I'm trying to think of what you'd call them. Like, literal compacts, bro. Like, not, like, a Yaris, but the Mitsubishi yeah. version. Like, the tiny little car, which, fine. Like, I'm not even against it. I'm like, I'm dry, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm fucking putting miles on miles on this motherfucker, and I just need something to get on gas. Test drive it, bro. He, he like, while I'm test driving, he's, like, asking me stuff, and, like, you know, what my payments are. And I tell him, he's like, Ooh, it's going to be hard to beat that. And I was, I like turned to look at him. Like I looked at him kind of crazy in the car while I was trying. Like, like, why did you bring me here? <laughs> like, I guess they didn't bring me here, but like, you think I'm going to get into this little compact for the same amount that I'm paying on the other vehicle? Like, why'd right. you even put me in the car to test drive it, bro? I promise. I like, yeah. <laughs> you just go like, be serious. Are you being serious? Yeah. Right now? I was like, all right, cool. And like we got back, he was like, "Well, let me." I was like, "Can I just have my keys, please?" <laughs> <laughs> I he mean, was like, "Well, it... let, let my guy that's doing the appraisal of the vehicle." I was like, "No, I can just take no, my keys and go." Thank you. That's okay. <laughs> no, thank you. No, sorry. Thanks. Thanks, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I I know every time that I go to the dealership to do like my, um, like oil change and checkup and all that shit. Every time I walk in through the door, I get a text and like, "Hi, ever. This is Ashley with Anderson. Would you like to get it appraised? You know, while you're here." And the first few times, I was like, "No, sorry." I would text them back and I'd be like, "No, sorry. You know, not interested. I'm okay." But nowadays, I just go in and they text me like, "Whatever, fuck off," um, <laughs> because I'm like, "I'm not gonna do it." And they're like, "Yo, we can give you. You can take your car and then you can get this new car payment. You know, that if for like." the same version of the car except new i'm like why would i do that like i want to pay 300 dollars to have pretty much the same car i have now i'm fine um and the best thing or the funniest thing is when i go make an appointment on their like online website you know they go you go like click 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 like to make it for this day at this time and then before you confirm they go would you like to hear deals for the used cars and then i click no and then you know they double check they go are you sure but they go are you sure and then one button says yes i'm sure or no the other one one button says Yes, I'm sure. I would like to remain in the dark. And then the other one is like, please <laughs> right. tell me more. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is like, what a weird way to say it. I would like to remain in the dark about the deals. I'm like, yeah, no, no bro. <laughs> what are your <laughs> options? Uh, yes, I would like to be an ignorant piece of shit or no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, no, I do want to hear about your deals. When you put it that like, way. It's like gaggling these pig dicks with these bags of trash on the side of the highway. <laughs> Just wet, wet mud <laughs> because I wouldn't want to buy a I want car. best pig at the pig shit snuffing <laughs> contest. <laughs> uh, hashtag uh, bae. Uh, <laughs> She's like, I'm doing the same thing you guys are doing. Um, <laughs> it's like God. that. It's like exactly yeah. the thing. Like, I'm sorry I want to get a praise for my car because I'm a stupid 
uh, fat pig on the side of the road. Sorry. Ah, <laughs> oh, bro, great story. My boy from New York came down this weekend, so mm-hmm. we, uh, yeah, bro, this this man gets to fucking Reedsville and blows a tire. <laughs> Drove all the way from New York, gets to like forty five minutes from my house, blows a fucking tire, bro. I, was I mean, like, God damn it! I mean, didn't have I mean, a spare. Had to call Joe, uh, get it towed to Greensboro. I had to drive to Greensboro to meet him. Like I was like, motherfucker, bro. But still, like for me, like anytime that I drive down to Sydney's uh, to Charleston, I mean, we just did it for the wedding, right? I'm driving, I'm like, oh shit, you know, I'm kind of nervous. But anytime I get him within like. 45 minutes of Raleigh or 45 minutes of her house. I'm like, okay, if shit goes bad here, at least I know I can sleep somewhere tonight, right? <laughs> Whereas right. if I was like, if I was be like, damn, somebody's going to come two hours, four hour round trip. I might have to get a hotel around here. I don't even know where the fuck I am. I got no service, right? But anytime um, there's a place right near south of Raleigh, um, near Clayton, where the highway splits. And as you split one way, if you're sort of near Raleigh. Like you're, you're, you're within 30 minutes of my house. And every time I take that exit, I tell Sydney, I'm like, ooh, we're good, we're good. We can fucking end up straight on the side of the road now, baby. He's like, bro, I can put this motherfucker in a ditch right now. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We get to sleep in our beds tonight, even if the car is totaled. But you're not going to hear this rumble strip once. You're going to hear it twice, bro. Both sets of tires <laughs> coming off the road. Fuck with I me, mean, y'all. Yeah, so if I'm like, here, if I'm at Reesville, I'm like, well, you know, at least we made it this far. If I'm worried, if I, like, fucking come through, like, uh... He's coming from Reesville. He probably came through Pittsburgh and Philadelphia and stuff. Or not Pittsburgh, uh, Philadelphia, like Pittsburgh, like West Virginia, right? Like he probably came yeah. that way if he came from Reesville. So I'm like, better there than be like, hey man, I'm stranded in West Virginia. I don't know where I am. <laughs> be like, damn, that's crazy. I'll see you tomorrow. Here, I think I'm in a, I mean, I think I'm in the Blair Witch Woods. I walked an hour one way and I came back and my car was in the same place where I left it. <laughs> it's like a mirror. I got forest. back to my car and there's a girl in the backseat staring at the fucking corner, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! It's like that, oh, you know, that, that, that scene in Talladega Nights where he called John C. Riley calls Will Ferrell and he's like, "Hey man, I think my house is haunted." Or something. <laughs> and then he hangs up, and you hear like "woo" in the background for like two seconds. <laughs> god, oh, he's like, calling my house is haunted. He's like, "Yes, it is. I think it is." And he hangs up, and then you hear like spooky sounds, <laughs> like a little off gag, and you go, "What the fuck?" Oh God! Oh man! Yeah, I was trying to think. I can't remember. I don't remember why we said it, but like something happened recently, and I can't remember what it was. But why? Like referenced the part in Todd Ignite where he's fucking back driving for the first time again, and the mm-hmm. car's just zipping by. He's like, "Oh my God! Are those the other cars?" <laughs> he's like, "They're going so fast." <laughs> <laughs> oh man alright uh, but yeah so uh, anything else you wanted to say about the Aaron Rodgers trade um, no that was that was it okay. uh, oh, you man. gotta go do ayahuasca in the dark for uh, a week <laughs> before you made your decision to get married uh, um, yeah, now he's gonna do uh, PCP in a basement in Williamsburg <laughs> for six days it was Zach Wilson oh god he's gonna be like All yeah right. those, those warehouse parties Rex Ryan's over there fucking losing his mind. He's like, God, all I had was Mark Sanchez, bro. If I just had Aaron Rodgers once, I wouldn't have lost my job. Um, all right, that's the episode uh, for this week. Um, if you want to catch me, you can catch me at Moneybags on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at Evercastro92 on Instagram. If you want to catch the podcast, you can catch us at Diff Animals Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us 
differentanimalspodcast at gmail.com. Um, as usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we will catch you guys in two weeks. Later. Peace.